Chapter 2 Other crimes, no more serious than that first small theft, were to be committed in the house before Miss Unwin was faced with the crumbling of all her cherished hopes of advancement. The first sugar mouse to disappear so mysteriously was not the last. The second occasion a mouse disappeared was two evenings later, when Miss Unwin knew there were visitors for dinner, and she had to tell Pelham that there could be no replacement brought up from the drawing room. You must learn to bear the disappointment, you know. We all have to accept those at times, even when they are quite unjust. She believed what she had told the boy. The world, she well knew, by no means always rewarded merit or compensated for ill luck. Even the rich had to learn that. But she was to look back on these words of hers to Pelham with bitter irony before many days had passed. Injustice awaited her, sharper by far than the loss of a decapitated sugar mouse. But Pelham's mouth had shaped itself into a wide O, ready to bawl. No, Pelham, no tears. Show me how brave and sensible you can be. And tomorrow I will try to find out just what happened to your mouse tonight, and see that it does not happen again. Yes, miss, Pelham said, swallowing hard. I will be good, and tomorrow you'll catch that beastly thief, and then I'll tell Grandpapa, and he'll be as angry as angry. Well, we'll see about that when it happens. That will be the time to think about who we tell and who we don't. So, allowing Pelham one extra game of his favourite snakes and ladders, Miss Unwin saw him safely through bath and prayers, drew the heavy curtains of his bedroom to shut out the still strong evening light, lit the tiny nightlight on his mantelpiece, and left him on the point of sleep. Then she spent a little time thinking how she might catch the sugar mouse thief if next evening the same trick was tried. She decided that all that would be necessary would be to leave the schoolroom door ajar, as it were by mistake, and to station herself somewhere inside the room where she could keep the table by the banisters outside, cautiously under her eye. But when it came to it, the plan didn't prove altogether easy to put into action. Wherever she placed herself in the schoolroom, she was hardly able to see the sugar mouse, and she guessed that if she moved its table to a better position, the thief would take warning. Nor was Pelham any help. After every other mouthful of his bread and milk, there came a penetrating whisper— Miss, are they there yet? <laughs>